Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We're really excited about tonight's show. I can't wait to speak with our guests and uh, get caught up with her. But um, before we do that, I just want to remind everyone that uh, the call-in number, if you have a comment or a question, is 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. And you have to press the option to speak with the host. And then that way we'll uh, be able to bring you on the line. You can send also your comments and your um, questions to us via email at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at beauty underscore talk, and we'll get your comments and questions um, on the air. Um, So now I'm just going to turn it over to Denise, and she has some beauty news for us. Good evening, everyone, and again, welcome to the show. Just very... uh, Briefly and very quickly, I just have one thing uh, tonight. We want to make sure we save as much time for our guests as possible. But do you all remember uh, all of the uh, beauty uh, reality shows that were out there um, a while back, probably about a good five years or so ago? We had Blush, and then uh, just recently we had Glam Masters. And then there was one other, I can't remember the name, where it was more of a – a team competition with like a hair person, makeup person, and a stylist, and they would come up with a look um, for the competition. Well, now we have the Look All-Stars, which features beauty experts. Um, It's the only TV series featuring top beauty experts, uh, the best professional techniques, and the products that make it all possible. So this show is coming uh, to TV um, in June sometime, June of this year, and it will be hosted by Tori Spelling. So that will be quite interesting to see. Um, More so uh, beauty influencer, beauty uh, expert type instead of um, your typical uh, makeup professional, makeup and hair uh, professional. So that will be interesting to see. I will uh, keep you all updated on exactly when in June and where you can catch that. All right. All right. We will uh, we'll be right back right after this. 
How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. I am so excited. Like I said earlier, um, I have a lot I want to cover tonight, so I'm not going to hold it any longer. I'm going to bring our guest on the line. Let's see. Hi, Camille. Hi, ladies. How are you doing? We are fine. We're Great. excited to have you on. And you've been on the show before, but we're just super excited yeah. to have you back on again tonight. Thank you. I mean, there's so many. I'm serious. There are so many awesome things that have happened to me since Black Panther came out. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been a That's fun why ride. I'm excited. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for you too. Um, well, let's just Thank let's you. let's go back though. Let's let's start long before Black Panther. Why don't you uh, yes. just introduce yourself for those who don't know who you are, and just uh, give us a little idea about you know what inspired you to become a hairstylist and how all of this got started. Well, my name is Camille Friend, aka the Hair Guru. And I am a department head hair hairstylist, and I do movies. I do a lot of Marvel movies, and I've been doing movies for 20 years and just really been blessed to have some, you know, great hits. I did The Help. I did um, Hunger Games, Mockingjay. I did, of course, Black Panther. And currently I am doing Captain Marvel, which is the first female superhero that's coming to Marvel starring Brie Larson. That's me. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, it's been, fun. it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been fun. So, basically, how did I get started? Well, basically, as I, a lot of people know that, like, I, you know, I'm I'm a third-generation hairstylist, so I feel like I was really born a hairstylist. There's really nothing uh-huh. else I really wanted to do. So, it's something, like, you know, I always, I always did hair. Like, it's always been my thing. So, you know, my parents, of course, probably wanted me to go to college and, you know, and they thought I wasn't going to be <laughs> successful. But now now they're all okay. You know, actually today, funny, right. my mom was calling me. <laughs> and she was like, I just want to keep up with all of these things. Can you keep sending me, like I send my mom, like all my stuff, and I send her all my links. She goes, I need to watch that, that Hollywood, Hollywood Beauty Awards again. I said, okay, mom, go ahead on 72 years old, keeping up with my career. <laughs> you know, I have great support from my family. You know, they, they're great support of, you know, of really surrounding me with a lot of love and light and prayer. So I'm really blessed to have all right. that. 
Nice. Yeah. That's that's really great. Um, <laughs> now, first of all, at what age were you when you got your license? I got my license. I was 18. So I graduated okay. from high school early. Long story short, I wasn't, I was not super into school. My parents had got divorced. I had been here, there. I had went to a lot of different high schools. So I was like, let me get out of here and get to beauty school. So I, I started, mm-hmm. I went to hair school and then I graduated from hair school. I was about 18 and went straight into the salon working. But I had always worked in the salon because my family, different family members owned salons. So even from mm-hmm. like a little girl, like I always like getting on my little chair and shampooing hair or sweeping hair. I used to love to take the rollers out of people's hair. And when that hair was so crispy and shiny, like I used to love the look of that as a little kid. Like so it's that attraction to hair. So that's, that's it. What, what's the one thing that you learned from working in salons? that you you took with you to working on, on Feature Film? I think one of the things that I really learned in this salon is holding my skills and learning how to work on all textures of hair, all kind of shapes and sizes, textures yes. and colors of hair. So really, like, you know, just honing my skills as a hairstylist where I'm proficient at hair coloring and styling and, you know, in mm-hmm. all the different aspects, you know, clipper cutting, blow drying. So you're more proficient across across the board at all different things and knowing all different types of hair. Because especially in this business, part of it, what separates it is if you can go into a show and if you know how to do anything that, you, that somebody sits in your chair, you're an asset. If you don't know how to do that, you're not an asset. So, Right. Right. Wow. Now, how did you make the tr- how did you make the transition from salon to to movies? This career in film. Well, honestly, I'm going to tell you, it's not a very romantic story. <laughs> I mean, <literally laughs> I fell into it. It wasn't really anything. I'm honestly, I wasn't really checking for it. But my mm-hmm. best friend at the time, her name is Kay Kimmons, and God rest her soul, she's deceased. But she worked for the famous. Soul train. So mm-hmm. <laughs> she would say, you know, they call here looking for a hairdresser. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll go. And, you know, the next thing I know, I was on, you know, a Tupac video. Seriously, I didn't even know what I was doing. So literally <laughs> I fell into it. And then, honestly, another falling into it, I was in the salon, and my girlfriend called me, which is Louisa Anthony, and she goes, will you come help me on this movie? I need help with these all these wigs and this, and this actress. And it happened to be Lynn Whitfield. So I had went and just started curling wigs and hair pieces and stuff for her on a thin line between love and hate. And then people Mm -hmm. started whispering about, this movie's going to turn union. I was like, what is the union? I'm just here to curl some hair because I'm I'm, I'm really great (laughs) at curling hair. So next thing I know, they were like, it's going to turn union. Do you have your money? I was like, I didn't even know what they were talking about. And the movie turned union, and I went union. I wasn't even trying, wow. but you know, God puts you where you're supposed to be. Right, right, that, exactly. That's really, that's really how it happened. And ironically, this is another crazy story. On that movie, I ended up doing a girl named Cindy Kali, and she was a day player on there. And she told me, she goes, you know, quick, Camille, if you could help me out, I have this pilot I did, 
and I don't know if it's going to go, but it's on NBC, and they said that I could possibly bring a hairdresser, or if you could be the third or the fourth, would you want it? I was like, yeah, I didn't know anybody. Fast forward to, she calls me a couple months later. The, the show is Third Rock from the Sun, and I didn't even, you know, I didn't know anything about television, but we stayed on the air for six years. We got Emmy nominated, and, like, it really wow. kick-started my career. So you just never wow. know where you're going to be, who you're going to meet, and how it's going to connect. That's Absolutely. People so, you just never know. Now, mm-hmm. So let me, let me so, ask you this. So in saying, in saying all of that, you know, a lot of people, um, when it comes, like, early on in their career, they're often – um, offered opportunities to work on like independence and things like that. But sometimes those independents aren't paying anything. Do you suggest, right. um, you know, that they take those independents to get experience um, and to kind of get a feel for what the business is like? Because it's oftentimes oh, in those opportunities that you meet those people that will get you on something later on that is union, that is paying you more, you know, that's paying you money and paying you a lot of money. No, I, I definitely agree, and I always talk to my students about this. I feel like you have to get in where you fit in. And, right. you know, it doesn't matter if you're on a non-union or if you're on an independent project. You have to go and do the work, especially I always say this. If you're asking God for all these things, you have to meet your requirement. So your requirement is to get up and do a good job, no matter if you're getting paid for it, if you're not getting paid for it, or whatever whatever situation you're in. That's your job. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, I, you know, Absolutely. that's really, really important. And, you know, like, I didn't start off, like, at the highest level. And, like, I did high lo- jobs, low jobs. Even, like, I'll tell you, my next movie is not a high-paying job that I'm getting ready to do. But I'm doing it because it's a great, it's a great person to work for. I'm going to do Jordan Peele's next mm-hmm. movie. So, you know what? You mm-hmm. just never know. Like, it's not always, it's not always about the money. Sometimes it's about the script. That's right. Sometimes it's about the character. It's about, you know, what, like, fulfills you and your heart as, you know, as being a filmmaker in this business. That's what's important. Right. Right. So, like, I'm excited right. to go do his movie and see, you know, see things through his eyes because, it, to me, he has an interesting voice. And right now he's mm-hmm. the voice of now. So who doesn't want to be with the voice of now? That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and oftentimes yeah. it's also about uh, maintaining, you know, relationships and building relationships. Exactly. Exactly. So, you, I mean, you ladies know, so this is somebody I've never worked with. So it's really great to meet somebody different, somebody interesting. And, you know, like you said, right. somebody it's like, you know, picking up new clients and meeting new directors. You know, it's good to have different people on your roster because you just never know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely Mm -hmm. right. Now, a few seconds ago, you said that you know when you were on that um, that video, you didn't know what you were doing, and you just kind of fell into all. I mean, not the video, but the was it the movie or something that you just fell into it. Yeah. 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 Before it turned union, what kind of advice would you give a hairstylist who? kind of doing exactly what you were doing. You're a hairstylist, you're working in a salon, and somebody says, hey, you know, can you come work on this video or TV show? They need some extra help, you know, and it turns you, and they find themselves right. in a somewhat of a new career. What kind of advice would you give them so that, you know, if it turns into more than one day, they, they start to feel a little more comfortable 
um, what kind of information could you share with them? You know, one of my things is, like, people don't know. I hire people to test them. I do. And how I test people is a couple things. I Like, do you show up on time? And on time is, are you showing up 15 minutes early? When I give you direction, are you following my direction? Or when you're giving, if I'm giving you direction, are you telling me how you're going to do it? Are you listening to me? Like, can you follow simple directions? Are you going to lunch on time? All those simple, simple things that people think, oh, I'm just going to do what I want to do. You have to realize when you do movies, this is the difference between the salon and movies. When you're doing salon work, you're running your own program. Nobody tells you when to go to lunch. You do what you want. You book your clients whenever. The difference is what people really, really don't understand about the business. The business is like more like a job. Somebody's going to tell you when right. to come, when to take lunch, and what to do. And if you're not good at that, you're going to have a hard time because you're going to have to answer to somebody when you work in set work. It might not be it might not be who you think it's going to be, but it can be the director. It can be the producer or your, your department head it's because they know the vision of the story. So you have to be able to really take direction. And the other, my other thing is play well with others because I don't care how talented you are as a hairstylist. If you're not a nice person, I'm not going to hire you because you have to be able to work in a group and team effort. We are what right. I call like a spoke on the wheel. We're the spoke, and the wheel goes around, and that's the movie, and we have to be that spoke, and we are a support for everybody else, all the other spokes on that wheel, and that's how we make movies. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, what about, and I guess I guess you would probably answer this one almost the same. I was going to say, what about those people who are, trying to get into the union and they're out there and they're working commercials and independent film. And then they have this opportunity where they can get on a union show and then eventually they get into the union. Is there anything that you would say differently to them? Um, You know, just to kind of make their experience a little bit more easier or would the same information, you would probably share the same thing as well. I would definitely share the same thing. And I think what's really important, and I'll tell you what, it, and I think what's important is, is really honing your skills. And most of the time when people come and I like, when I'm looking at people and looking about who I'm going to add to my team, like I'm looking mm-hmm. at what is your skill level? What do you know how to do? What is your personality? What are your tolerances? You know, what's your endurance? Like I'm looking at all those different things. And skill has a lot to do with it. And if you don't know certain things, I would rather you say, I don't know how to do this. You don't have to try to bullshit me because I can, you can't right. bullshit me. I know if you can't do it. And if you can't do it, I'd rather say you don't know how to do it. And so allow me to show you how to do it properly because, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm like you guys. I, I, I love to teach. But, you know, just be honest about your skill level and don't lie about it. Right. Like that's what's hard for me, especially – and the other thing now that a lot of people are doing, don't lie on your resume. So unattractive. Oh, it's so unnecessary. And you are where you are for a reason. And you'll get there. So right. there's no need to lie. Because basically what people don't know, all not all the producers, but many of these producers all know each other. Like I have a whole right. group of producers who are my personal friends. So I could pick up the phone and call and be like, they'll be like, oh, no, that's not true on their resume. 
So it's so easy to find out. So just don't do that. That's the other thing lately I've been seeing a lot of. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are what are some of the qualities of a great hairstylist when working in feature film? Because I'm pretty sure, um, like we do, you probably get, you know, um, emails from people who are interested in assisting yes. you and working with you and things like that. And, you know, and, and they like to, you know, they like to fudge the resume a little bit. They like to pad it to make it look like they've really been doing stuff. And you can tell that, you know, people are either just starting out or they don't necessarily have probably the experience that they need. So, like, what are, what are um, right. some good qualities of a hair, hairstylist and what are some, some of the skills that they would need to, to work with you or just even just in the business alone? I mean, I say again, people who can listen, 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 who can follow direction, people who are to, I call them self-starters, people who can, you know, take care of themselves. If you give them a task, they can follow through, you know, from A, I don't want to, like, kill you, okay, I need for you to comb out these three wigs, and, you know, Every hour I go back to the trailer and I'm looking for you. You're on a smoke break, a coffee break, a a whatever break. Just get the work Mm -hmm. done. And, you know, and don't be scared of the work because this is not, you know, this is not for everybody. And listen, it is hard work, let me tell you. And being a hairstylist, like, we have, you know, different challenges. Like, you know, we're there early, just like you guys, but then we're there late because every night those wigs have to be redressed and they have to be brought back to life. So it is challenging, but, you know, if it's your passion and you really, really care about what you do, that's, that's what it's about. And I always look for people who want to be excellent because I only do well with people who want to be excellent because I require that. Like if you just want to be good, I don't want you to work for Camille friend because you're not going to like me because I'm going to drive you really, really hard. But if you want to be excellent, you can come work for me. But if you want to be mediocre or just okay, you should go work for somebody else because that's not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then, so you, and you, mentioned, you mentioned people being on smoke breaks and things like that, and I'm just wondering, because for me, being a department head, sometimes I have an issue with people, um, you know, going off doing their own thing. And I'm, I'm not trying to say, you know, no, you can't go to the bathroom. No, you can't go to Crestos. Exactly. Sometimes when you need people in those crucial moments, you can't find them. And, right. a, and the thing, the thing I have an issue with is being on set by myself when it's lunch time. Like that's the issue for me. So, like for me, it's like I like people who are responsible enough to say, you know. I'm going here or I'm going there, ten one, whatever, just to let you just to kinda of let you know, you know, where they are so that you know that if, if you know, if, if something needs to be done and they're not there, you you're like, Okay, she's ten one and she'll she'll be back in a second, so you know, I don't need to worry about that. But it's like do you like people to 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 be the type of people who like I said, who are responsible enough to kinda understand what's happening, you know, when they're on set. Understand that a lot of times you, you just should not just walk away, you know. Um, of course. Like, what do you, yes. what do you yes, look yes. for? 
of course, and everything that you're saying, I agree with you a thousand percent. Because it <laughs> 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 drives me crazy. Lose my cool. Because like yeah. it's really important when you're on set. Like I always let somebody know where you went. And plus, mm-hmm. honestly, now that we have text, there is absolutely no reason. You There's know, no we reason. Have, like, yeah. we, always, we always usually have a group text going on. Like there is absolutely reason for nobody to get certain information because we have a group text. So if you're right. going to go somewhere, it's like I understand you have to do this or this, or you might have to take a phone call. But you say to somebody, I'm going here, I'm doing that. It's not that we're micromanaging you, but you never know. Right. In a split second on set, it can all change. It could be like, well, we thought we were going to do scene 59, but we're going to 75, and right. the whole cast changed, and we got to go back to the trailer. So if you're not in the loop of what's happening, if I don't know where you're at, you, you don't know to come back to the trailer, and we have to quick change maybe five or six people. So it's yeah. all about if right. you're being, like you said, be, being responsible and being an adult and really mm-hmm. being professional and in your professionalism, then that's mm-hmm. part of the responsibility. And that's part of the yeah. of being a team, a team person. And people who right. do that, they can work for me. People who don't want to do that, like I'm being honest with you, I'm very cut and dry about who can work for me and who I can't. And, you know, I always say, if you want to be picked to be on the elite team, because I feel like we are elite, because we do get those movies, and I can say that. I'm not being arrogant. I'm not being disrespectful. And I look at it this way. God has given me this responsibility, and God has put me in the place. So I always ask for God-given sense to see people who they really are. And Mm -hmm. to also, as a black woman, I have – I have the sensibility and the know-how that I have to be better and I have to do this job okay. at a certain level. And I've been picked to do these movies and God has graced me and I have to show up every day and everybody else, you got to show up and you got to give 125, 35%. Mm-hmm. That's just what it, that's just what it takes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think, and I think I'm asking these questions this way because there are so many people who say they want to be in this business. And my first question to them is always, why? Why do you want to be in this exactly. business? Exactly. Because I think, Me you too. know, especially especially here in Georgia when there, where there's so much work around and people are just coming out of the woodwork saying they want to be in this business, I have to know why. Because like you said in a few minutes ago, this is a hard business. It's definitely not for the week, you know. It's like if you can't, no. if you can't manage to do the hours, you can forget it. That's number one. But then if you can't do the work, forget it. It's not the, it's not the environment that you want to kind of like fake it till you make it because it's just no faking in it. Period. Again, like you mm-hmm. said, you want people who work in excellence around you because that's who you are. And you want to maintain that. I mean, you. I mean, there's a lot in my in my opinion. Just knowing the things that you've done and the things that you're going through now, there's a lot on you, and and people are right. looking to you to be excellent. And I want you to be excellent, and I want the people around <laughs> you to be excellent. I want them to continue making you look good. You know, like it's like I'm happy that you're in this position, and I want you to stay there and grow from there. 
So I, I just want people who may be listening to this show and people who are interested in this business to understand this is these are this is not a game. This is serious. No. You know, this is serious and you you know and you put a lot into what you do. And but you know, you you've you've learned a lot. You've taught yourself a lot. maybe people have taught you a lot. And I think for people who are trying to get into the business and people who are trying to get where you are, you have to do just that. You have to make sure your oh, skills yeah. are at a certain level, and if they're not, you have to continue going after it to get to that no, point. I, you have to continue growing and continue studying. And one thing I think, too, and I don't know if this is true for you ladies, is that one thing that was great for me as I was coming up the system, I got to work for, like, really great department heads. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I got to work for Robert Stevenson, who is a wig master. Like, you know, I got mm-hmm. to work with Susie Germain. And, like, you know, the girls who have Oscars and Academy Awards and Emmys, like, mm-hmm. I got to work side by side for those girls. So all of those girls, like, I picked up so many different things from them. And even it's funny, like, you know, I, I see I see a lot of them today. And, like, we talk about and I'll say, oh, my God, I remember I learned this from you or you showed me this. Like, I'm very much – I salute all the people who have helped me mm-hmm. along the way and who continually to help me. And I'm, I mean, it's constantly, I'm constantly learning. And, you know, as I told somebody the other day, I said, listen, you can come, come, come do my job because it's not easy. I said, go back and right. forth to the wig maker for one wig. I said, go sit at the wig maker at 12 at midnight and wait for her to finish the wig. Do you want to do that or do you want to go to the wig maker? Because sometime I'll have to go every other day to the wig maker to make sure that, you know, the wigs are all going correct. Or are you okay to prep a movie? Like when your family is there and they call you and say they want to do a camera test two days before Christmas, are you going to go and do it? Yeah, because you're cooking your pies and cakes and you don't want to do it. But guess what? (laughs) When that happened to me, everybody got to get the car and we all rolled it down to the studio and we're going to get this test done. They met my mother. They met my nephew. Because guess what? We rolled it together because this is how we going to do it. But I got to go. I'm being serious. So, you know, those are the things like people don't see that all the background things that have to happen. Right. Like it's just not every day showing up. It's the preparation. The preparation is everything. You know, and that's Absolutely. and that's part of it. You just don't show up. It all it all happens systematically, and everything happens for a reason. And you have to be prepared, and you have to know you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Are you going to sacrifice going on a vacation? Are you going to sacrifice sometimes hanging out with your friends and your family because I got to go to bed early, or I have to study my script, or I need to like look at what I'm doing for the week because on the weekend I'm prepping for the week that we have coming up. And I prep like mm-hmm. one of my one of my things I do. I only prep. I usually prep two weeks in advance because things change so much. So, are you ready for the two two weeks coming up? Have you talked to the wig maker? Have you had her send pictures? Have you talked to this manufacturer because you need this color? I mean, what are your stunt wigs looking like? Like everything that needs to happen, you got to be prepping and planning at all times. So, right. you know, it's a sacrifice, but it's what we do. That's, That's right. Absolutely. Camille, Camille, did you ever think, you know, you were, because you're from Arizona, so um, when you were back in Arizona, and even when you came to L.A. and still working in the salon, did you ever think 
that your career would be where it is today? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, heck no. Oh, definitely not. I mean, totally, this is God's plan. Mm-hmm. I am just a vehicle. I am just a vessel and every day because I always say to people, like, I ask God for a lot. I'm serious. I am on my knees. I am praying. I am writing out. Like, I'll tell you guys one of my secrets. I'll, I'll tell you guys one thing that I do. In my mirror, in my bathroom, I literally, with a Sharpie, I write the things that I want to do. I might write a movie. I might write where I want to go, who I want to see, like, who, whatever I'm working on, that's like my blueprint. And I write it all over my mirror in, in a big, fat Sharpie, not the skinny, the fat Sharpie. <laughs> so like, my poor boyfriend, I write on his side, too. And I'm like, oh, honey, I'm sorry. He goes, oh, no, it's all good. You know, because that's, that's, my, that's my blueprint. And that's how I'm working it out. And I'm in the universe. And whatever God puts in front of me, it's never too much because I know where I'm going. And I know that right. it's just, that's just part of the process. And when challenges come, like, I don't trip off of stuff anymore because I know that's just part of the process, and I'm going to get there. And it's, it's all, right. all going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to talk, talk a little bit about some of the movies that you worked on. And I just want to know a little bit of kind of kind of about like the, the whole the process you know the, the designing of some of the looks or or any any experience from that particular uh, movie that you uh, would like to share um okay okay let's talk a little bit about the help yes okay. that's one of my what favorite that like okay i'm going to tell you the interesting part about the help is I didn't really know anybody on the help, but I knew one person, and that would be Octavia Spencer. Now, Mm -hmm. I met Octavia, like, when we were coming up through the system. She wasn't getting big roles. She might be a day player here or a day player there, but I always liked her, Mm -hmm. and she liked me. And so when the job came up, she was like, there's only one person you can call, and that's Camille Friend. The point in that is you never know who's going to help you. And even if a person is a day player, treating them properly and treating them humane and treating them like they're the star. Because we, no matter whoever sits in our chair, they should be treated properly. And, you know, and going in to do that movie, like, it's still one of, it's still one of my favorite movies that I've ever done. It's just was such a great experience with all the women. And, you know, having the opportunity, like, to... For me, like I love building, I like I love building like wigs and having the opportunity to be with all the different women. It was just a great opportunity, and you know, and to be part of such an iconic book. And then right. from doing the from doing the help, this is this is how it all happened. Uh, Tate Taylor, who's the director of the help, he knew the people who were doing who were doing Django, so he he called them. And he was like, you should hire Camille Friends. So that's how I ended up getting Django, because of them on the help. Just right. never know. Yep. You never know. And it's always important to do a great job. It's always important to do a great job. And, like, 
on that movie, I can, I did, I think I did four or five of the girls. And like, so my mornings, you got, you ladies know, my mornings were nonstop action. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was back here all morning long. And I remember this is what happened. It's like Sissy Spacek was like one of the last ones to come in. And she just came mm-hmm. up. I was up in the bird cage, and she came up and said, "Come on, now I'm gonna tell you something. You gonna do my hair? Now how are you gonna <laughs> say no to, to Carrie, to Sissy Spacey?" So I was like, "I said, you're not. Sissy, I can't do you." She, she was like, "You gotta do me, Camille." I said, "Okay, Sissy, you gotta make make a plan." So Sissy Spacey would come in every morning. I'm serious. She would set her own hair in hot rollers, and then she would go to makeup. <laughs> And that's how we did it because I didn't have time to set her because I already had all these. Wow. And, you know, the back home, her hair, honey, you're going to have to, that hair, that hair is going all the way above your head as high as you can get it. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those great things. And, like, I learned so much for those women. And, you know, got to know Viola Davis. I got to, you know, again, do Octavia. And then the great thing, I had a great run with Octavia. I got to do her for the Oscars. I got to do her mm-hmm. when she won the Golden Globe. So being in the presence of such greatness and having those opportunities, you know, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful time. Yeah. Nice. Now, tell me, you did all those women, but tell me about the men, like Sam Jackson's look for that movie. Oh, oh for but. Sam Jackson for Django, you mean? Sam Jackson for Django. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So, long story short, again, how this all connects, I used to always work for Robert Stevenson, who was Sam's original hairdresser, which I call him the OG of hairdressing. Right. And so he taught me a lot. So, when Robert retired, Sam ended up going to other people to do his hair. Now, I have to tell you, I was real salty about that real salty because I was like, ooh, I can't believe it. But guess what? It wasn't my time. So yeah. when Django came, actually Sam had called me and he was like, you know, Canal, other people have been doing me, but I like to give you a shot. So I was like, oh yes. Like I'm never scared to audition. I always want to be front and center because I'm gonna show out. You're gonna, <laughs> gonna show you what I got. So you know, it was a great opportunity to also work with Quentin and then to work with Kerry Washington again, and, of course, Jamie Foxx, who's like a brother to me, like to work with him, mm-hmm. and, you know, and be in such a creative atmosphere. Like, it's still, again, I had a great time on, you know, with, with Quentin and his whole team, and then, again, with Sam, where I got to, like, do his hair again, and then ever since we've been together. So it's been a fun ride. Actually, I'm, he's on this movie, too. He's on Captain, he's, he's on um, Captain America, what I'm doing right now, too. So it's fun. Nice. Nice. Let's see. What other movie do I want to know about? Um, It's so many, Camille. So many. Um, Do you have a favorite? Okay. I do, but I have a couple favorites, but they're favorites for different reasons. Um, Okay. So the, so I have a couple of favorites. I don't have one. So one of my favorite movies is Ray because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it was one of my first yeah. movies. And, like, really having the opportunity to learn how to build characters and show the transition and to mm-hmm. also to, like, it was my second movie with Jamie Foxx. Actually, just a side note, Jamie Foxx came in my first department head um, 
um, movie job on a movie that we did like way before that. So he gave me oh. the opportunity to step, to step into my greatness. So I always love and appreciate him for that. So, and, you know, and, and working with a great, uh, working with a great director, Taylor Hackford, Taylor, you know, he's a hard director, and, but he drove, he drove us so hard, but man, mm-hmm. he taught me so much because we were like actually, you know, doing actual people. So we would like take the picture of the person and like we would blow up like their hairline and he would stand right by you, right on top of you as we would carve out that hairline and get every hair the way it should be. And the director stands right there breathing down your throat. So, but I love that kind of pressure. I do well under pressure. So like Mm -hmm. having, working for people like that, that gives you the opportunity to know your greatness because you're in their greatness and so much of the process they can show you. So I had a great opportunity in doing Ray. My other movie that I really love, honestly, is The Help. Like, I loved working with all those women. And it was just such a great, great time. And it was, it was just like a great movie, and it all was like the right timing. Um, yeah. Another movie that I really love is Miles Ahead that I did with Don Cheadle. Love, love, love Miles Ahead. Oh, my Ahead God, Camille. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, that, in that movie. <laughs> I, I, I love Don. Like, I'm serious. I just did a pilot with Don. Love, love, love Don Cheadle. He's, he's a great, he's a professional. He's everything. Such a great, great guy. And I'm so blessed that he calls me to do him and do his gigs. So, like, Miles Ahead was such a great collaborative process. And, you know, having the opportunity to, like, work through, like, Miles, Miles' life. And then, too, the other thing is, like, I've known Don for a very, very long time, even before working with him, just being in L.A. We have mutual friends. And this is an interesting thing, ladies. Like, I remember, like, probably 25, 30 years ago, going to a party and Don talking about how he wanted to be Miles Davis, how he wants to do this movie. So being a part of that actualizing of his dream coming true, that was what oh, wow. was totally about for me. So having that opportunity mm-hmm. to do that movie, absolutely loved doing that movie. And then, obviously, my first Marvel movie, which I did, which was um, Captain America, uh, um, Winter Soldier. That was my first movie. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, the reason I love it, so many reasons, is I had the opportunity to go work for Marvel. And believe it or not, my life was in the toilet. I had just left my husband. <laughs> literally, oh. I had just left my husband. And literally, I had to pick myself up off the floor. And I got the call, and I was like, okay, God, here's my opportunity. How are you? What you going to do, Camille? Are you going to lay down on the mm-hmm. ground and cry, or are you going to get up and you're going to kick this movie in the ass? I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. every day, like, going to work. I, You're going to laugh, ladies. I had put on my finest because, honey, I was feeling bad on the inside. But every day I put on my best outfits and went to work because people were like, oh, my God, you look so fabulous. Because I was feeling <laughs> bad on the inside. So I was like, you know, I'm going to put it out. Like, people always like, oh, my God, Camille, you're dressed so fabulous. Because that movie, I, like, I was dressing to the hilt because I was feeling so bad inside. But got through mm-hmm. that movie and had a really great, and, you know, ended up just getting through the process and getting it done. So nice. those are some of my favorite movies. And, of course, Black nice. Panther. It's, it, it's actually one of, I've only seen Black Panther once. It's funny. I'm actually, it's so funny. I just got some, I just, uh, Disney just sent me some, um, some Blu-rays. I have some friends here actually in my house right now. I just, in fact, I just moved into a new house this weekend. 
So <laughs> they were downstairs getting the TV put up because we're going to watch Black Panther. I was like, I need to watch it again because I, I got to really watch it, watch it. So I know. It's right. an opportunity to do Black Panther, yeah. Uh-huh, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. thank you for being on the show tonight. This busy weekend oh, of moving in. So amazing. thank you. You know what? Listen, <laughs> it's been a blessing. Like this move actually has been so great, and like you know, everybody's come to help me out. It's been so much fun. It's been communal. Like two of my really good friends have just brought brought my boyfriend and I dinner. Come on, listen. We're putting up the TV. We had a good dinner. We're gonna have some wine. We're gonna watch Black Panther. Life is good. I don't care that there's 75 boxes all around this house. I don't care. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> it will get done. There you go. Well, you know, I, I saw Black Panther once until this past week went on the plane coming um, back from London. We've had the opportunity to see it again. And it just, Yay. It, it just gets better each time. Um, let's talk Black Panther. What was it like when you got to, let's take us through the whole process. Like, did you get a call? Did somebody say, hey, Camille, this is what we're getting ready to do? Well, How did it all come yeah. about? Well, I have, I've heard the rumor it was going to happen. And the different thing about mm-hmm. Marvel, which is different about Marvel than other companies, Marvel is ran very, like, it's a huge, you know, it's a huge corporation. But it's very, it's ran very smallly. So what Marvel does is they don't, you don't tell them what movies you want. They call and they ask you, do you want to do a movie? So you can't call them and say, oh, I heard you're doing blah, blah, blah. I want to do that. That's not how it goes. And really what's great, too, a vice president calls you. Like, you know, one of the vice presidents, there's a couple of them, they actually call you and offer you the job. So it's like, it's a different process how it happens. So you know, like, I have to say, like, you know when you're chosen, like, you're the chosen person. So I take pride in that. I'm like, they chose me. I got to knock this out the park. And so that's kind of how, like, Black Panther went. Literally, uh, they asked me to do it, and it's one of my favorite producers. His name is Nate Moore. Absolutely love Nate. And um, he asked me to do it. I said yes, and I ended up like having a whole face time with Ryan, had never met him. And I mean, they were so gracious because honestly, my aunt had died. So I had to leave, I had to leave um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for two weeks. And everybody was so gracious and so kind. And, you know, let I went to go see my family and they called and they, you know, we talked it all out. I talked to Ryan and I was like, I want to do this movie. Like I want, I was like, how can I have like be able to create a whole universe that's never been seen and that a, a, a whole universe that is built around my people, African-American people. How can I pass that up? So right. I didn't, trust me, I didn't know that this movie was going to be such a success. And I didn't know that people were going to embrace the hair so much. And, and thank God I mm-hmm. didn't know because, you know, God, you never know what's going to happen. But I feel so blessed and like the opportunities that I've been given doing this movie Ladies, it's just been, I mean, it's been mind-altering. And, and it's just, I mean, honestly, I, the blessings have just fell out of heaven. And I'm so grateful and I'm so humbled and I'm so honored to be able to do it and be able to represent 
hairdressing and hairstyling to this, you know, to this level. And, and I, I've always, I always pray to my ancestors and I talk to my great grandmother because I feel like sometimes I do channel her. I know it sounds crazy, but she was a hairstylist. And like, I think about all those people who did it before me. And, and I think about, like, I think about what they went through. And so, you know, as one, as one journalist said the best, you know, Black Panther is a love letter to black hair. And I, that's, that's mm. what say it. <laughs> that's the best way. And yeah. wow. and it came across on screen and people loved it, you know. So that's I mean, that's like but uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you about the ball heads, the Doras. So originally the Doras are supposed to have a little hair. Like we had we had made some flat tops and mohawks and I had like one girl who was her she was gonna have like her head was going to kind of look like a checkerboard in hair. Oh, no, we had, oh, I had gone there. And Ryan, he <laughs> told me, he came back after a weekend. He goes, Camille, I have to talk to you. And he told me, he goes, the doors can't have hair. Girls, I got so mad. Woo, I was mad. I said, what are you talking about? We have designed all this fabulous hair, blah, 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 blah. And listen, I stopped speaking to him for a week. I was mad about that. And he even laughed at me. He's like, you know, you're still not talking to me. I was like, no, Ryan, I'm still mad about the doors. I'm still mad. But because only because I felt so passionately about it. But ultimately, he was 100% correct, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. knowing that sometimes you can't let your vision get in the way of ultimately what your director wants. And ultimately, that's the right vision for the movie. So, you know, that's just like one of the funny things. But I'm going to tell you, I got into my attitude about that. But. (laughs) <laughs> so, now, did so you have any any happened? Did you have any of the ladies that were opposed to shaving their heads? Well, I'll be honest. It was made very, very clear, and I had talked to them from the beginning. I said, "Now, listen. These are black women. For us, mm-hmm. for us to cut off our hair, this is a major, major, major serious deal." So everybody yeah. knew up front. There, I mean, it was very, very upfront. Everybody was talked to, and honestly, like, you know, the hair that we did sometime and shaving people's head, it was like a religious experience. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, everybody, like, we're gonna be respectful. We're gonna be kind. We're gonna take our time. And if some people, if they were having a hard time, I was before we start. I was like, you don't have to do this. Like, you don't have to. Like, if it's right. like you feeling your soul. And like literally, we were. I was holding people's hands, rubbing their back, because I realized, like, especially for Black women, we have attachment to hair, and it has something about what we think about ourselves. But it was interesting how I saw, especially the women who did cut their hair, how they evolved as women, and they all have their different journeys about the hair. And it's interesting because a lot of the girls now, I noticed they've kept their hair short. They never yeah. went back to what they were before. That's right. Yep. So I think it was yep. almost like a, it was like a caterpillar to a butterfly, mm-hmm. and allowing again allowing the process to happen. So I think that's interesting about that. Yeah. 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 Nice. So so what fabulous things have been happening to you since this movie? Oh my God! Um, uh, I won uh the hair the hair and makeup award. We won actually won for 
from the from the guild from the 706 um, hair and makeup awards. Actually, we won for Guardians of the Galaxy, and oh, nice. um, it was so it was so funny because behind me were the girls from Pitch Perfect, and her name uh-huh. is Cheryl Marks, and she was sitting behind me, and I was looking like one of the last awards, and I said to her. I said, Cheryl, you better hurry up and get on that stage, girl, and make that speech because I am so tired and my feet are hurting and I'm ready to go home because I know you're going to win. I'm telling her that she's going to win. And I had told my mm-hmm. boyfriend, I said, as soon as they call Cheryl's name, we're going to get up and we're going to stage left. we out of here because <laughs> I was tired because also I had done the red <laughs> carpet. So they, I had done right. the red carpet. Well, I had yeah. interviewed people, so I was like, I was like, ooh, I'm tired because my feet were hurt and it was cold. Anyway, enough of all that. And then they called my name. I was literally sitting up there because you see, if you see the video, I had on my coat. Because, girls, I was trying to get out of there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, it was great to be recognized by my peers, and I got to see so many people I haven't seen in a long time. And then also the um the Hollywood Beauty uh award also gave me a big a big award this year basically like hairstylist of the year award so outstanding hair achievement so that was really nice and um elizabeth banks and sam jackson came out and gave me my award which was really special that night and oh, nice. oh next in july i am getting an award from the um washington dc film uh for the film i'm oh god i gotta get this right uh basically I think it's like the film festival. They have like a film festival there. And I am uh-huh. getting the Madam C.J. Walker Award. And I'm getting, oh, nice. I think her great, great, her great, great granddaughter is giving me the award. So I get to go to the weekend. I get to spend with like beautiful people about film. We're having breakfasts and lunches and get to talk to full. And then also I got to go to L'Oreal Professional in New York and I got to spend a a day teaching their professionals and, you know, talking about what I do. So it's been, you know, it's been great. And, you know, we're getting, we're getting warmed up and we'll see how the Oscar goes. So, you know, we're, 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 we're going to get our books together and we're going to try to, we're going to hit it out the park and we're going to see what's going to (laughs) happen. That's wonderful. (laughs) It's going to happen. It's got to (laughs) happen. Listen, praise God. You know, I mean, you know, I, I think like last year I had also had a great opportunity with um we had a really good press and really good time with uh uh Guardians of the Galaxy and we got we got to the Bake Off which is the top seven film and we got a chance to present so I think you know I love that God gave me the opportunity to do it last year so I know what it's about so you know when we go for Black Panther I'm ready to step up to the plate and hit the home run and then we go from there. Yeah. Hello? Hello, yeah. hello. Can you hear us? Oh, can you hear us? What's going out? I, I got you now. No, you're all good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, can, can you, you hear, hear me? Okay. Oh, okay. You went out for again for a second. Oh, okay. Can you can you're you hear me now? Everybody, everybody went. Everybody yeah, went you're out back for in now. <laughs> yeah, you went out for a second. <laughs> no, I was just saying that last year was just preparation for this year. That's so. all. Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's all a blessing. I'm I'm still honestly I'm humbled and I'm amazed 
God's constant presence in my life, and I'm so grateful. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. So blessed. So that's, that's absolutely wonderful. I'm yeah. I'm so happy for yeah. you, Camille. Um, is you. there anything? Thank you. Now, is there anything that you would like to do in your career that you haven't done already? Well, we can talk. Can we talk a little <laughs> about hair scholars? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We were going to ask this question, but okay. About hair. We can talk a little about Hair Scholars. Like, Hair Scholars is my little education um, company. Like, you ladies both teach. And it's, it's really my give back to the industry and, and really, like, I'm passing on my, you know, my energy, my know-how, my experience, and teaching other hair scholars really about how to be in the business and the skills that you need to learn to, to, to be in the business. So, you know, that's right. my baby, and that's, like, I'm so passionate. I mean, I love teaching. I'm serious. I love it, love it, love it. And um, I'm going to do some more teaching this um, this late summer and early fall, and then I'm also teaming up with some class to do some teaching yeah. over there for them. They're starting a new educational program, so I'm going to do some teaching for them that I'm really excited about. And, you know, I really oh, nice. love educating I love I love the public speaking. I love speaking to kids and just empowering them to know that like there are so many things that you can do, and just know like I don't have any superpower. I don't have anything that's special about me. It's just like God chose me, and I just stepped up mm-hmm. to it. And just knowing that you can do it, it you you're gonna have challenges. It ain't gonna be all just one, two, three, but just stay in it and stay focused and stay prepared and. You know, and just and just be in your passion and know that you can do it. That's right. Absolutely. So, that's that's a good that's so a good that's, message for somebody. Yeah. So I mean, I love I mean, I love the public speaking. I love teaching my classes. You know, ultimately, I want to write a little book. You know, I just have some little things that mm-hmm. I want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, all those things like I love doing too. So. That's that's my favorite thing at this point right now. And so later in the summer and in the fall, you will be your um, classes for hair scholars that will yep. be coming up. I'm going to be doing some more classes because I kind of I have to do them in between movies, and you know, and yeah. go from there. But those are, those are, that's what where I have a little time. So that's where we're planning to do some more classes and. Of course, we're going to do some wig classes. Those are my favorites. So we do like a beginner's, and then I'm going to do some advanced. And then I want to do some men's stuff because people ask me a lot about men's wigs, especially because I do Sam. So definitely do some men's wigs and, you know, even some man weaves because it's so funny to me. Man <laughs> weaves are so popular. I was like, honey, we've been man weaving since, I'm serious, since Ray. I'm being serious. We've been man weaving. And we didn't call it man weave. We just called it gluing some hair on people's heads. But anyway. (laughs) You know, because we had a budget for a toupee or a budget for this or a budget for a wig, you know, that's what we did. So, you know, doing all those things and just passing on, like, you know, the things that I know and things that I've learned. And even I'm working on a class with um, a wig a wig maker friend of mine. Her name is Natasha. You guys, I don't know if you know, but she's a great wig maker. And even teaching people about, okay, when you go to the wig maker, 
how do you do a custom wig? What are the things that you should tell the wig maker when you get the wig made? Because that's one of the main problems when people make wigs. There's so many things that you really need to tell the wig maker. And what are those things? And those are some of the things that I know that I can teach you. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And you're and you're teaching hairstyles are teaching uh hair uh, people at any level or or do you have to have some type of experience or is it just any level for the students? At at any level, like I I mean, I've done some teaching with Paul Mitchell and you know, like people mm-hmm. even people who are students, if you've been in it for a long time and even like in my last class I had I had like a a couple students that were older students that might have a, had had an injury or have had an accident and who are coming back to hairdressers. Like, you are never too old or too young. So it's really great to, like, meet people where they are and, and watch people mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Camille, if you, had, no, if you... you had someone who was interested in the business or interested in working with you and they reached out to you via email, what should that email look like? What should they be ready to present to you if you were to ask for something like a resume, portfolio? What is it that you want to see um, from them? And what is it that you, what should their email look like or sound like? Well, I get a lot of those. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. You know, know. <laughs> you, yeah. And, you know, it's one of those is, this is what I always say. Just like people don't be like people hit me up on Instagram. Hey, you need to hire me. I'm the best barber in blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hey, I don't need to hire you. Second of all, I don't even know who you are. So let's start off with, Hey Camille, (laughs) how are you? (laughs) When you write these emails and you hit me up on Instagram, first of all, just be nice. I don't know who you are. You know what? I don't really care how great you think you are. Come into it with some humility. Mm-hmm, Come into mm-hmm. it with your openness. And, you know, people I do better with, honestly, people can email me, but I can't get a, a sense of feel who you are. Like, I have to get up on you. And I tell people, come to class. And some people are like, I don't need yeah. to come to class. I say, well, then you don't need to meet me because I right. want to see who you are. I want to look into your eyes. And, like, a lot of those right. people, and, you, and actually one of my girls right now, she needs four more days to get into the union, and she just got another movie, and she's about to get in the union, and she's about to get to work with me. But I met her two years ago in a class, so I do practice what I preach. And through, through her working really, really hard, she's gotten jobs, and she's worked, and she's worked, and she's worked. And somebody called me about a low-budget movie, and I knew I couldn't do it, and I called her, uh-huh. and they hired her. So, uh-huh. but let me tell you, she will come to my house and wash wigs. She will help me mm. load into the trailer, okay? And her name mm-hmm. is Marva. Marva has been unwavering in wanting to be in, wanting to do it correctly, and being a great support to me. And not saying about, right. well, when am I going to work on this movie and when am I going to work on that? That's not where she's at. And so I've been right. mentoring her for almost two years. And those are the people who wow. I mentor. Because people have been asking, a lot of people ask me to mentor them, and I won't. Right. Because mm-hmm. you have to have, especially the spirit of humility, you have to be kind and you have to be willing and you have to be generous. 
and a lot of people don't really possess that. So and you my know first thing else? is come to come to Hair Scholars class and we'll talk. Mm. And you know what else? You have you have to be patient, patient enough to yeah. do the work. And, and not just want exactly. something instant. I'm going to call Camille and tell her that I'm great and I can work with her and expect her to give right. me a job. No, you have to be patient exactly. enough to do the work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You have to be patient enough, and she has been. And so, you know, slowly but surely, we're working her into the program. But it's not add water and stir. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. It's, you yeah. Have to, it, 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 it's a whole process. Like, you're not, you know, it's just... People have to realize it's a process. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. yep. Well, Camille, you know, yeah. we could talk night long. I know. I, I know. I, I don't want to hold and you up because I know you. It's been an hour, and I know you have people waiting for you. Um, oh, it's just got that bottle of they wine and that movie. Oh no! You know it's all no, it's all good. You know it's it's great to talk to you, ladies, and too. I congratulate you and what you guys are constantly doing and involving, and you guys are out teaching and you know doing all your own things. You know, you guys just came back from London, like all of those really really great things, and moving moving ahead in the business, and also you're you know you're keeping the education because the education is everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm about to take a class. There's a there's a there's a person coming from I think she's from London, and they're coming in to teach a class about wig making for mannequins. And somebody's like, "Why do you want to take that?" I say, "Well, why not? Because I don't know it." So okay, I want right. to know how to make wigs for mannequins, just because I want to know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I really don't. But I'm gonna go. But, I'm but, gonna but, see, and I'm gonna learn. You know, how about maybe like, you know, they have those like those little stunt dummy things that we have yeah. on set. You just never that know. That need wigs. That's that may as well be right. a mannequin. <laughs> exactly. But my point is like you have to be open to having the experience. You know? Yeah. So I I feel like I love taking classes, I love learning new things. Or you you just never know like where you're gonna learn just a little thing. I was like, it's just something to put in my repertoire because, you know, whatever I'm going to learn, I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it and I'm going to turn it up to 100. So then it's going to be boiling hot when I get ready to pour it on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, tell everyone where they can find you on social media and how they can find out more information about Hair Scholars. Yay! So I just want to thank everybody for listening and just continue to pursue and be happy and be, stay in your passion and just just know you're going to get there. You're going to get there. So you can find me on Hair Scholars on Instagram and we're on Facebook. And then Camille Friend. You know, honestly, I answer, believe it or not, people don't think I do, but I really answer my own stuff. And so I really try to answer everybody's questions. Sometimes it might take me a little while because, honestly, I am busy. And so, you know, you ladies, like, we're getting ready to go into 10 days a night, so nobody's going to get answered during those 10 days. But, you know, we keep it, we keep it all going because people, like, but that's keeping it real. Like, we're going to be on 10 days, 10 days of nights. We just came off of a week where we were in three different hotels. We were in the high desert. We were at the lake. And, you know, at 
at a whole nother location and we had, you know, two hours two hours in the morning when we were driving to location at two hours at night. We were going in at four o'clock in the morning and getting back to the hotel at nine PM. I'm gonna keep it really real. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And when I got yeah. back when I got back to my car at LA on Friday night at midnight, I thanked God and all the saints and I went home and I slept all day Saturday because you have to know too right. in between how to rest rest your body and rest your mind and your spirit too and taking right. care of yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. Absolutely. Yay. Final yay, question yay. as you leave. What is beauty yeah. to you? What's your definition of beauty? Beauty to me is simple. I think beauty is love. It's loving yourself. Knowing that you are enough and constantly being in, I want to say constantly being in touch with who you are and respecting and honoring that. That's what beauty is to me. Nice. Now that, that was really beautiful. That, that The part you said about knowing that you are enough. That was really beautiful. And loving yourself. Loving yourself. And knowing that you're enough. That's what it's about. Because I think what I see with people, that's the difference between failure and success. People who, Mm -hmm. not always, but people who are successful, they know who they are. They love themselves and they know that they're enough. And and no matter what, no matter what's going to happen to you, you're going to know that you're enough and, and that you deserve also. And a lot, I think a lot of us, especially black people, we have a hard time with what we deserve. And it's like knowing that yeah. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be successful. I deserve all of this. And just waking up every day and just going in and, and knowing it and living it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Camille. Thank you so much. Um, thank this you, has lady. been fun. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. You're I really welcome. appreciate your time and your energy, and I always feel blessed to speak with you. And just what you guys do, I just love you and, and bless you. And, you know, and I'll be, and I'm not going to say, but I'll be back in Atlanta next year pretty soon. Okay. So hopefully we That's can it. go have dinner. I can take you for dinner, and then we'll go from there. All right. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) All right. Well, continue. Thank you so much. Continued blessings to you. Continued blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You ladies have a beautiful evening. You You too. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us. I know we went a little over time, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. And thank you um, for those who will listen to this show on the playback. Um, Tell a friend about it. Uh, Camille has, I mean, if we had several hours, we could have gone on and on and on. She's full of so much um, knowledge about her craft, and she just encourages everyone else to just study your craft and and learn as much as you can. And we we absolutely... um, try to get that message across as well. Uh, Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sticking around with us. And thank you as we celebrate 10 
uh, 10 years. Thank you guys for who've been listening to us from the very beginning. Thank you very much. Um, and we just want to say thank you. Have a very safe um, holiday. I think it's going to be raining here, but have a very safe holiday wherever you are. And um, we'll be back again next Sunday night with another guest. You want to tell them who our guest is and how they can follow us on social media? Yes, next Sunday we will have Merce Arsenault, and she is the personal makeup artist to Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and she will be here um, next Sunday to talk all about her career and um, how she started as a, as a fashion model turned makeup artist and um, um, how she, you know, started in television, and now she's working television and film, and now she's a personal to Dwayne Johnson and how that all started and We'll talk a little bit about some of the shows that she's worked on, like Ballers and, of course, you know, everything that Dwayne is doing right now. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're beauty underscore talk. On Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And on Facebook, we're beauty talk online radio. And then you can follow Janice and I both on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram just by our names. I am at Denise. D-E-N-I-S-E, Tunnell, T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And you can follow Janice at Janice Tunnell, J-A-N-I-C-E, T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Another message um, as we're leaving the show. But, again, I just want to say thank you guys for 10 wonderful years, and thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Beauty Talk Radio, hosted by your favorite twin celebrity makeup artist, Janice and Denise Tunnell, is celebrating 10 years, and we simply want to say thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, and supporters who have taken the journey with us. Because of your support, we've been able to bring you conversations, beauty and skincare tips from the industry's finest, and so many more. Sam Fine, Australian makeup artist Ray Morris, James Vincent, V. Neal, Nigeria's own Lola Maja, Kevin James Bennett, Rocky Cosetti, Marietta Carter Narcisse, Tim Bucharin, Mickey Taylor, formerly of Essence Magazine, AJ Crimson, Michael Develis, Suzanne Patterson, Larry Sims, Denisa Myricks, Melissa Street, Michael Key of Makeup Artist Magazine, Camille Friend, Rochard, Naja Riquette, Bernadette Thompson, and so many more. We're celebrating 10 years, and we're so excited about what's to come for Beauty Talk Radio. Millions listen live and via iTunes downloads from around the world. So we have to say thank you to our listeners in the U.S., of course, the U.K., Australia, Ghana, Russia, South Africa, Uganda. Brazil, South Korea, Ireland, Canada, Sweden, the Bahamas, and so many other parts of the world. Are you following us on social media? We're on Instagram at beauty underscore talk underscore media. We're also on Twitter at beauty underscore talk. And we can't forget about Facebook, beauty talk online. We're celebrating 10 years. We're excited about where we're going, and we know you are too. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.